I V M. You are listening to the To you by Front Page Studios. Punjabis are world-renowned for three things: their electrifying Bhangra moves, their unmatched and unbeatable hospitality, and of course, their relentless quest to make it to Canada or, frankly, any other developed country in the globe. So, young boys and girls in Punjab, as soon as they step out of the school, find themselves in an IELTS coaching center, trying to master English. and its notorious phrasal verbs IELTS stands for International English Language Testing System and if you've ever hung out with young punjabis you'd know the kind of dedication and craze with which they burn the midnight oil to achieve the highest bands in this exam IELTS is basically a gauge that reflects how proficient an international student is in english and a prerequisite for admission in many western universities and FYI By some estimates the IELTS coaching industry is worth around rupees 1000 crores. Now you see securing a seat in these universities in the west after qualifying in the IELTS is one thing. Paying the tuition fees of an international education is entirely another. So to solve this problem and honestly a massive one, young girls in Punjab offer themselves in marriage in exchange for funding their education, which has given birth to a very unique migration trend. Now hear me out. So the IELTS girls generally from working class backgrounds marry men willing to pay their tuition fees. And then once the ceremony is over, they set off to their dream countries. In return, the grooms who either could not crack IELTS themselves or are too old to study or don't want to study at all, get to migrate to these countries where their wives are studying on a spousal visa. And then slowly and steadily the couple together builds a new life in a country of their dreams. Balbir Arora, a matchmaker in Punjab, told the New Lines magazine that the quote-unquote IELTS girls are in high demand. Journalist Ravleen Kaur sees this as a mini reform in the institution of marriage, and I'm reading a few lines from her essay verbatim. While women have often been required to pay dowries for marriage, today it is young men, many of whom lack the same English language skills and certifications required to study abroad, who are agreeing to quote-unquote reverse dowries but i still think it would have been better if girls had access to a robust education financing system which sadly isn't there yet for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello i'm manaswini and this is the deep dive for september 15th 2023 India's mountains are falling apart. This year, just within 55 days of monsoon, Himachal Pradesh saw 113 landslides. Hills one after another came crashing down, sending tons of rocks and soil and debris hurtling down the hill in deadly cascades. According to the state's disaster management authority, 111 people were killed in these landslides. And of course, countless number of homes shops and hotels were damaged and completely destroyed simply put this year's monsoon brought catastrophe to the hill state which begs the question who is responsible for this well we can't dump everything on climate change that is just avoiding accountability 
next scapegoat naturally is god because well these disasters are natural right but are they actually natural at least the recurring landslides along the four lane highways of himachal pradesh are certainly not in himachal pradesh as news portal scroll writes in its latest report and i'm reading it out india's highways authority has cut away at the mountain slopes to make wider roads for vehicles and the result has been cataclysmic landslides but before we go ahead let me give you the science behind expansion of mountain roads or in our case the lack of it to make a mountain road wider you have to cut away some of the hillside above the road but if you cut the slope of the mountain vertically straight up that is at an angle of 90 degrees then as an official involved with construction of four lane highways told scroll the soil and rock above the widened road will sooner or later come crashing down and the small retention walls that the national highway authority of india builds to hold the mountains in its place won't exactly help but guess what this official also confessed to scroll that the slope cutting has not been carried out properly in parvano shimla four lane highway and in some places mountains have been sliced straight up vertically great work guys keep up with the unscientific slope cutting fii for anybody who is interested the slope should be cut at an acute angle a 2023 paper suggests at an angle between 48 degrees and 75 degrees this particular highway that connects parvano and solan was put into use in june 2021 after the national highway authority of india broadened the road from 12 meters to 24 meters adding two lanes for both incoming and outgoing traffic but parvano highway has since seen many landslides parts of it were even swept away during monsoons and the rest of the highway as journalist vaishnavi ratho reported there were boulders and muck laying at almost every 1.5 km limiting the use of full road and forcing traffic into two lanes at many points but sadly it looks like national highway authority of india doesn't believe in regrets because the regional head of the authority said that the parvano solan stretch had been a quote on quote learning experience for the inexperienced authority at least the chief minister of the state chided them saying the engineers of national highway authority need to cut the mountains more scientifically in fact former deputy mayor of shimla has gone one step ahead and filed an fir against the national highway authority of india and lane building company gr infra in july for criminal negligence and as per ani for violating the norms to build the roads which caused landslides flood and killed so many people during the heavy rains in the state well nothing has come out of that fir yet but india seriously needs to sit down and rethink its development strategies in the hills And before we sign off for the week, here is our third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. We've all seen those classic cat and mouse antics. Heck, this rivalry even has a whole TV show dedicated to it. And yes, I'm talking about Tom and Jerry. But have you ever considered dogs in this chase? Well, believe it or not, in the US, dogs are having their own rat hunting adventures. All right, all right. Let me give you a little more context. Washington D.C.'s got a rat situation on its hands, and it's bad. According to the D.C. Department of Health, in July alone, there were nearly eleven thousand calls to the city for rat troubles. 
and I'm pretty sure you know how rats and mice spread over 35 different diseases globally, including the plague and hanta virus. So, in light of this rat situation, there's a crew of dog owners in DC calling themselves the Rat Scallions. They've basically taken it upon themselves to go rat hunting with their terriers. But hey, this doesn't mean cats are out of business. In 2021, Chicago sent over 1,000 tough street cats to take on the rat problem. Ultimately, though, Looks like the US is always on the rat-busting grind. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM, the episode was written and researched by Anup Senwal, edited by Dinesh Narayanan, produced by me, Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. <laughs>